Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is Evelyn and I'm the host. This is Life Over Matter. And whatever has brought you to me today, I hope that the next uh, few minutes are some of the greatest minutes of your day. Today, I'm talking to you about stoicism. I have recently, uh, well, kind of recently, within the last probably two years or three years, uh, have had people talking to me about stoicism, especially because I am the opposite type of person. I'm incredibly emotional. I make emotional decisions. I am empathic. So I certainly feel it when people are telling me their stories and I am listening to people's situations and learning about people's cultures. I feel like I am going through it too. For that reason, I can't watch a sappy commercial without crying. I can't listen to a song that takes me back to a certain memory that I had without really feeling the entrenches of where I was at that time in my life. And I can't watch a movie that was popular during a certain time period of my life without feeling that feeling that I had. I get right back into the situation that I was in whether it was a great relationship or a bad relationship, or I was smooth sailing financially or the top of my game professionally, or if I was an outstanding scholar at school, whatever I was doing at that point in my life, I feel it all over again. And stoicism, from the very little that I understand from it, uh, is kind of separate. And I may be wrong. I may be completely wrong. But I'm embarking on a journey to learn about it a little bit more. Uh, By no stretch of the imagination am I ever probably going to be an expert on it or practicing it. But like everything else in life, I am willing to uh, look into it a bit and see where it takes me. So um, just to kind of fill you in, if you're new to the podcast, I'm kind of open to trying anything uh, when it comes to certain ideas and philosophies and understandings about stuff. Spiritually and religiously, I believe in everything. So I am kind of the opposite of an atheist who believes in nothing. I kind of think that none of us really know exactly where things come from and how things were and stuff like that, even if you're a scientist or an archaeologist. So I believe in everything. I think that there are things in life that happen that make you look at things twice. There are um, similarities and instances that make you wonder if that happened to you before or if you've been a certain place before or if you've felt a certain way before or how you can meet someone and after 30 seconds of talking to them feel like you've known them forever or the opposite after 30 seconds of talking to somebody knowing that you never want to speak to them ever again. And where does the motivation come from when you're trying to better yourself or get through a hard time or deal with grief, which we talk about a lot in this podcast. So if you're not a regular listener and you have tripped over my podcast somehow, I hope that you sit back and you enjoy. I'm going to be talking to you today about a journal that I got. I, uh, I journal actively, uh, almost too actively, to be honest, and I have I have journals from years back and um, they go from everything to emotional healing to spirituality to finances 
to um, different relationships, friendships, romantic relationships, understanding of concepts when I'm learning something new. And um, in this case, I got a journal that's written by a doctor. And uh, I tripped over it somehow. So I knew that it was meant for me. And um, it's 90 days of stoicism. And like I said, I don't know that much about it at all. I just know that some people that I respect greatly in my life have uh, sent me different things uh, over the course of the last couple years that have inspired me to look into it a little bit further. I uh, got this journal the other day. I was out doing some shopping for some necessities and I saw it and was like, huh, isn't that cool? You know, I just kind of went on with what I was doing. And then I was shopping around in the store and I ran into it again. And I thought, wow, you know, let me pick it up. Let me leaf through and see if there's anything that's of interest of in, in the book to me. And so I did. And I started to really relate to some of the things they were talking about. And I thought, you know what? I might be able to do something like this. I put the book back. I thought, you know what? I don't need any other, any additional challenges right now. I'm really working on self-reflecting, working on getting back on the horse with dieting and eating right and working some exercise back into my routine. I really don't want to change uh, my soul from being emotional and, uh, you know, I get a bad rep sometimes for really, you know, taking things to the next level or being a perfectionist when I'm being hard on myself. Uh, I think I've even fallen a little bit away from that uh, in working on it and and not aiming for uh, no flaws at all. And I think that that's part of the problem. Um, You know, when you're reaching for higher than the sky is the limit kind of stuff, then you never have to worry about failing at anything because you've gone above and beyond. And when you stop going above and beyond, you're just kind of hitting your mark. You know it, you feel it. And it's it's something that I've been talking to you guys about in these previous episodes. And so I thought, hmm, Maybe that might be a good journey for me. So I walked away from it anyway a second time, did some more shopping, whatever, and I actually ended up needing a bigger cart. I was in one of those smaller like half carts that you find at the store and I was getting groceries. And so I had filled it up and I was like, I'm going to need a regular size cart, which means I'm going to have to go back to the front of the store. I'm going to have to fill it up, whatever. So I go up to the front of the store. I transfer everything into a bigger cart. There's like receipts in the cart and stuff. I don't know if you've ever gone to the store. There's like other people's receipts and things from just getting up and going. I fill up the cart and I move the receipts and this book is there. This stoicism book that I had walked away from twice previous. It's in the cart already. And it's called Journal Like a Stoic and it's a 90-day stoicism program to live with greater acceptance, less judgment, and deeper intentionality. So um, it's written by Brittany, my eyes, Polat, P-O-L-A-T, Ph.D. So I thought, I think that the stars are aligning and telling me that this is something that I need to do. Uh, And I wanted to tell you all about it in case you wanted to order it. They'll probably have it on Amazon or maybe even Kindle. Uh, I'm not sure if Kindle has an interactive 
space though where you can fill things out but I'm definitely open to trying it and then putting it with my other journals and then doing the self-reflecting um as you know in this podcast before I have read several books at this point um mostly about death dying grief hospice visits uh and self-reflection philosophy meditation spiritual practices etc um and some is fiction, some is nonfiction, some is educational. And this uh, is something that I'm probably not going to share too awful much of just because it's going to be practices that probably aren't as successful all the time. And then some of them I might find are like life-changingly amazing. Um, but I would categorize this under self-help, I'm sure. Um, it has understanding Stoic philosophy, the day of the day in the life of a Stoic, the Stoic way of life, uh, the road to acceptance, living with virtue. That sounds kind of fun. There's different exercises and it is broken down by day. So it's, you know, day one, day 10, day 20, etc. for 90 days. And the exercises are pretty cool. Like, um, it's very clear. Um, philosophy molds and constructs the soul in orders our life, guides our conduct, shows us what we should do and what we should leave undone. It sits at the helm and directs our course as we waver amid uncertainties. Without it, no one can live fearlessly or in peace of mind. Countless things that happen every hour call for advice and such advice is to be sought in philosophy it introduces pretty heavily um there's a nice amount of introductions in the book and it gives you directions on how to use the journal so um, that's pretty exciting. There's courses, course A, course B, course C, and those are the, examine the examining the inner critic, the road to acceptance, and living with virtue. Um, they give you tips. Uh, proceed in order. Be consistent. Fill your pages and create a journaling practice. That's one thing that uh, all of the people that have given me advice on stoicism and brought it to my attention that it's something that I should look into. Uh, they are consistent. Consistent, consistent. I know um, what to expect from them all of the time, which is kind of amazing. Um, whenever anything changes, I know that something is changing with them um, because they definitely practice uh, consistency in everything that they do. Um, but there is some lessons in here on understanding the Stoic philosophy, which I'm pretty excited about. I'll probably jump into that uh, today uh, just to get a broader understanding uh, or a more detailed understanding of the Stoic universe, uh, which, as you know, if you've been listening to me for a while, I cover all different aspects, all different angles of things. And so, um, you know, there's not a lot of logic behind the emotional senses of uh, what happens in our everyday life. And logic is so important. Logic is hand in hand with common sense. And um, 
if you have both of those, you are, you know, incredibly blessed, but not everybody does. And so, uh, there's ethics and physics. Uh, I read an article about people intertwining spiritual journeys with the medical industry. Uh, I think that it goes beyond alternative or homeopathic when you start examining the amount of help that it provides people who need it the most. Uh, Wisdom, justice, courage, temperance. I think that there's something to be said about when things go awry, which in life it's inevitable that they will at certain points. Keeping your cool, holding it together, it's not easy. And uh, especially if you're a highly emotional person like I am, um, it is something where you just feel things a little bit deeper than everybody else does. So this is, like I said, it's a completely different way of thinking than the way that I am wired and I'm open to it. I'm, I'm very interested in it. Perhaps it could be something that, that just practicing it helps me to be better. And if you guys look into it, it might help you too. I could, uh, tell you about some of the things that I learned. There's the origins are in here. Stoic thinkers, the original Stoic mind, the next wave of Stoics. I love how they break down everything in here before they start having you journaling and practicing. Uh, And of course, they teach you about the philosophic greats, Marcus Aurelius, um, Epictetus. I, I, I totally ruined the <laughs> pronunciation of that. Hello. <laughs> trying to trying to read these in semi-dark environment. Great for my eyes. Wink, wink. I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> um, stoicism is for everyone. The stoic spotlight. The stoic way of life examining the inner critic and that's the course a in the first 30 days our focus will be your relationship with yourself and I think that that's amazing I think that everybody should be examining the relationship that you have with yourself pretty often um I don't always like the person that I see I don't always like the person that I reflect and and you know I don't think I'm alone in that. That's why I'm not afraid to say so. And then there's some days where I am like, you did it. You did great. It was hard, but you went through it and you came out on the other side and you're a rock star and keep going, keep moving, you know? And so it varies. It depends on the situation. It depends on who's involved. It depends on what the goal at the end is. Opening your mind. I definitely have that um, mastered. My mind is incredibly open. Seeking truth. I, uh, I spend my life seeking the truth. Finding quiet courage. What does this mean? This is day three. I'm kind of skipping ahead, but let's see what that means. If people know, if people knew what bravery was, they would have no doubt as to what a brave person's conduct should be. For bravery is not thoughtless rashness or love of danger or 
the courting of fear-inspiring objects. It is the knowledge which enables us to distinguish between that which is evil and that which is not. That's Seneca, Moral Letters, Gilicilius. Hmm. Finding Quiet Courage. Your essential nature. Your internal compass. How about that? Mm, I'll be excited to read about that. My internal compass points me in all different directions. I'll tell you that. Filtering the non-essential. Now that's hard for me. I have a lot of things um, that happen in my life uh, mentally and physically that are probably non-essential that I just absolutely feel like I can't live without. And um, separating myself from those things would be a pretty distinct challenge. Respecting your essence. A second look at judgment. Between stimulus and response. Now these are just kind of the things, I'm not going to read all of them to you, but um, some of the things that I'm going to be learning about in journaling like a stoic. Uh, what feedback do you guys have? Do you guys have a lot of experience in this? Is it something that works for you? Is it something that you feel is important? Have you ever heard of it before? Is this the first time you're hearing about it? I am. Um, excuse me. I hadn't really heard or thought about it. Um, I, 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 you know, I'd heard the expression. Look at him. He's sitting there so stoic you know, uh, or she just came in there. She was super stoic and she said how it was. And then she left, you know, and I've always just associated expressionless, emotionless with stoics, right? But perhaps it's so much deeper than that. Perhaps it's so much more of, uh, an ideology than that. I, some of the information that I've been sent sounds so deep and inspirational. And that's something that I try to do in this podcast a lot is inspire other people by stuff that I'm learning about and what I've been through. And, uh, definitely at crossroads at different points in my life. And I'm not sure that the emotional road has helped, uh, always. It helps a lot though. I, I, I connect with a lot of people on, um, a a very human level. Like, you know, I've talked about before talking to people about, I've been there. I've done that. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know what you're saying. Uh, it's going to be okay. You're going to get through this. It doesn't feel like you're going to right now, but just press on and find your motivation, find your silver lining to your challenges and ride that wave until it passes, you know? And then sometimes it doesn't help me. Being emotional doesn't help me. Uh, Turning mountains into molehills when it comes to trying to be my best self and taking things really hard or out of context. You know, when I've gained 10 pounds, um, just feeling like it's the end of the world or that everybody's looking at me, that everybody is thinking that I intentionally let myself go or that I'm lazy or... (laughs) that I don't want to apply myself the way that I need to when it's not like that at all. Um, people understanding too, the, or the frustration with people's lack of understanding that obesity is a disease. 
you know, and that there are things that come with that and that that's not excuses, that's an addiction to food and how there are resources available for every other addiction that's out there in the world. Uh, and there's resources available for this one too. Um, but you know, I oftentimes will talk to other people who, you know, go through the obesity journey and, um, you know, I will say if for any other addiction, there isn't a store on every corner or commercials between every television show on TV that are advertising for you to come and take part in that addiction. And that is the level that we get to when we're talking about food, right? And that that's the hardest part of food addiction. I think that and laziness because it really takes commitment when you are living with obesity to make those changes. But emotionally, if you're not prepared to separate yourself from the criticism that you'll get or the, and that's just an example. It's not just with living with obesity. It could be with work. It could be with your relationships. It could be with being a parent, being a, a, a child or sibling or, um, a son or daughter, right? Uh, you, you can paint it with whatever brush you want. Like I said earlier, but, um, perhaps one of these philosophies will, uh, resonate with you and your experiences. And hopefully it will teach me a little bit of separation, uh, from my emotional sense, getting to befriend myself as much as I can and really incorporating that self-care that I talked about in the last episode. It's important and it's easy to get, it's easy to get distracted, right? We have, um, so much going on and so many things, uh, that are impacting every day, right? And some of them are the same. Some of them are different and regarding how you handle those situations is the kind of it writes the story for the rest of your week or month or year or life, right? And so um, this should be an interesting book to go through. Uh, the the 90-Day Guided Course is amazing. The Stoic Origins, learning about those, the discovery of those is going to be interesting. That way, if I ever get sent anything ever again regarding Stoicism, I will know its origin, its roots, where it comes from, how it's based. And that's something that I find fascinating. Uh, Receiving advice from the greats, right? I can't have enough advice. Advise me. Advise me all day long. I I, I need it. I I want it. I, I, I look forward to it. Reflect on insightful prompts. That's something that I think will be useful. I uh, need self-reflection. And I think we all do uh, to an extent. I'm not a professional on self-reflection, but hopefully I can get closer to it uh, by taking this uh, Brittany Polat PhD uh, a guided journal to bring stoic wisdom into your everyday life. Now, reading a little slower today because I don't have my glasses on. Like I said, I'm in a, a semi-lit room right now, just finding a spot that I can tell you guys about this book. And I might slip this um, into some of the episodes that we have that are really trying to dive into some self-reflection. I know that one thing that I did this year 
to kind of create a little bit of space is um, making the podcast episodes every Saturday at 8 a.m. as opposed to every Saturday and Wednesday. Now, trust me, guys, I miss you too. (laughs) I miss you too. But um, in efforts to create more balance and create the content that was happening from week to week, I wanted to make it something that people anticipated even more uh, with the Wednesday and Saturday episodes. It was a really concentrated effort to really beefing up the podcast listeners, subscribers, um, Spotify had switched ownership throughout the course of last year. And that's why there are no paid ads anymore, uh, in this season, like there was last season. And they were kind enough to let us keep our ads from before so that we can make something off of some of the episodes that we did. But now if you don't have as many subscribers as some of your viral podcasters, uh, that are like massive, like Joe Rogan, massive. Um, and I don't know if he's with Spotify or not. Uh, but, uh, then you're not, you're not really making anything. It's just for the, uh, sake of making, uh, podcast content. So, um, the great thing for you is that you don't have to listen to any of those ads anymore, which is kind of nice. But if you could do a favor for me and if you have gotten anything from this podcast at all, at all, uh, and you know, anybody that could utilize anything that, is covered in it. Any, uh, lessons or just listening entertainment or, um, uh, relatability, then please share it, uh, and ask people to subscribe to it. Uh, because the more subscribers that I'm able to get, the more I'll be able to cover with you and I'll be able to go back to Wednesdays and Saturdays. Every time that I get the opportunity to, I'm going to try to sneak other episodes in there, but until I do that, I, uh, I need, I need more subscribers. I have, uh, a nice following from the years, uh, from the last couple years, actually, uh, as if you guys follow me on Instagram or TikTok, you'll see my Spotify rap was all over the country. I had all of these people that were subscribed. It was amazing. But in the day and age that we live in with social media, you have to have like millions of followers or subscribers to be able to really make, you know, a significant impact. I've always said though, that if I can change one person's life, just one, then all of this is worth it because it's my journey. It's uh, things that I'm experiencing and things that are hassling me, things that keep me up at night, things that I'm afraid of, uh, and how I'm getting by it and how I'm getting motivated and inspired and what I'm learning, how I'm learning it. It's, It's not so much about bragging about the life that I have. It's about the journey to getting the life that I want and taking you guys with me and understanding, understanding how you feel, understanding where you come from and what your opinions and what your ideas or what your educational background is on it. And I get some great feedback, some articles. I get a lot of great meditational and spiritual things that happen, uh, with that journey as well, uh, that make it worth sharing. Uh, at any rate, I, uh, am so grateful that you spent this time with me today and that, uh, you decided to listen. Uh, I hope that you listen in the future if you're new and if you're one of my subscribers, it was wonderful knowing that you're on the other end of this, uh, episode. With that being said, I hope that you have the most 
amazing morning, a great afternoon, and a good night.